It's back to the action for Utah Tech Athletics. Brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Utah Tech Athletics. Welcome back to 91.3 The Blaze. Martin Kelly, Spencer Porter here as the halftime entertainment is getting on here. We're at halftime with Mexico State and Utah Tech. 43-24 is the score for Utah Tech over over New Mexico State here. Spencer, you're on play-by-play today, not to steal the thunder here of the, of the halftime show, but so far this game has been looking totally in favor of Utah Tech. Yeah, the Trailblazers really just put together a great first half of basketball. You know, like we mentioned in, in the first quarter, it was implemented in the second quarter. All these open looks, wide-open threes off the catch, catch-and-shoot. Releases Maggie McCord three for three from the three point line because she just had Karcher and Gillen feeding her great looks from the paint, kicked back out to her. And Amber Karcher's first quarter is backed up by Brianna Gillen's great second quarter. And, and Brooke Vance, you know, defensively, has just been getting every defensive rebound. So Aggies can't get second chance points and just have really been able to. They've had for so many things New Mexico State has. Nothing has been easy. Every shot Kaiser has elected to take has been off the dribble except that one three that she made from the top of the key. You know, we usually talk about Utah Tech living by the three, dying by the three. They had that game against SUU here on this very court where they went two of 29. They could not knock down a three-pointer. But today, they're six of 11 from the three-point line. Three of three is, is Maggie McCord. Excuse me, three of three is Maggie McCord. Two of two is Amber Karsner. Brianna Gillis knocked down a three-pointer in this one. They are just finding their rhythm with these shots today. They're good from the field. They're good from the three-point line. They're good from the free-throw line. They've been able to get points in every single way that you can ask for a basketball team to get. Most definitely. And the Trailblazers, they're playing this great defense, and most of it, the majority of the time has been that 2-3 zone without fouling. New Mexico State has had four free-throws. They've gone three or four from the line, which the percentage is great, but it's only been four free-throws attempted. And the trouble is 11 of 12 from the free throw line, showing the men's team how to make free throws at a high clip. <laughs> oh, they really put together just a great first half. And you know, four different players have been able to hit free throws and get to the line because of their aggressiveness for Utah Tech. Rock Tacos just announced that if we get to 70 points here, everyone gets free tacos. So we're at 43 points here, Spencer. We got to get 37 more points to get to the 70 points to get free tacos. But nonetheless, just a little shout-out there. But my point is, is Utah Tech has made it look easy at getting points. It was 18 points in the first, and then to get up to 43, you get to 25 points. I mean, that's just a bit of a skyrocketing right there to go from 18 to 25 in a separation of two quarters. Yeah, I agree. I thought the first quarter was, was great, and the second quarter was just even more impressive. And the trouble is already over halfway getting those free tacos. And if they can just come out, continue, you know, with this great third quarter, this great energy, Trailblazers going to be able to switch places with the Aggies here in the standings. Mexico State has been in the state for the last couple of days. They took on SUU Thunderbirds, and they lost that game by three. And they haven't been on too much of a, shall we say, an up-and-down stretch. They, lost, they won over Seattle University. They won over Abilene Christian. They won over California Baptist. But they lost against Grand Canyon. They lost at Southern Utah. And they got two more games with Seattle U and uh, California Baptist coming up on the schedule here. 
Aggies have just been playing kind of average today, Spencer. They've been kind of making some shots. They look like they kind of a little lost on defense at some points. They've been getting called for some reaching fouls and for some grabbing fouls. So they haven't played the most clean game up to this point. They've been just trying to kind of stay in the game as much as they can. Yeah, they definitely have looked a little flat at times, especially starting out that second period. They just gave up that quick run, and that Utah Tech lead just got too much to handle. And it's, you know, no one likes coming out of halftime with a 19-point deficit. That's been tough. And one of the biggest deficits we witnessed was the men's team against Charleston State down 50-28 to at halftime. And even an almost perfect second half that they played wasn't enough. They could win that game. Last time we were in this building, Spencer, we saw the Utah Tech Trailblazers go up an extraordinary amount against Tarleton State. But then they kind of lost it towards the very end. They had eight turnovers in the third quarter by Brianna Gillen. And then they just kind of played a good average fourth quarter to kind of get away with a double-digit win there against Tarleton State. Let's hope we don't see the second the second coming of a, of a maybe of a collapse by the Utah Tech Trailblazers. Yeah. Totally agreed. In, in college, you know, killing teams is satisfying. It's dominating. Who's the point? It gets you high up in the standings. The winning is what matters, not not your sportsmanship or if you kept it close. So Trailblazers really need to continue playing some good ball here. Starting lineup has just shown this great chemistry throughout the season, and especially today as we're here in the late afternoon. So Trailblazers playing a great game so far. I think wearing the pink unis, yep. just looking slick, brings a little mojo to the atmosphere, and that mojo's definitely been shown so far. Let's talk about uh, Molly Kaiser, and let's talk about Brooke Vance, two players that have also played pretty well in this game. Obviously, Kaiser is really the life and the blood uh, for New Mexico State. She tried her very best in that first half, but also Brooke Vance may not have a whole lot of points there, Spencer, but seven rebounds in the first half for Brooke Vance. She is dominating the boards, and Kaiser is trying everything she can to get the New Mexico State Aikens back in this game. Most definitely with Vance. She's been able to get the Trailblazers more possessions, more opportunities on the offensive end. And when you give up so many offensive rebounds, you know, that's obviously when it becomes frustrating, but also leads to fatigue and just wasted energy because you have to end up playing defense for so much more time. Brooke Vance has been able to shut that down, ending practically every possession for the Aggies by hauling down all these rebounds. Anyway, we got about three and a half minutes left to go here in this one. Spencer Porter all here with the knowledge in this one here. He's doing a pretty dang good job here. He'll get back to play-by-play action as soon as we get to the second half here. Three minutes left to go until we get to the halftime. Excuse me, at the end of the halftime. Let's take one more one-minute timeout. When we come back, we'll wrap up the Kangar St. George Ford Lincoln halftime show and bring you the start of the second it's back to the action for Utah Tech Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Utah Tech Athletics. Welcome back to 91.3 The Blaze. Martin Kelly, Spencer Porter here on the call with you. Carlton, uh, excuse me, New Mexico State Aggies, Utah Tech Trailblazers. It is the breast cancer awareness game here for the Utah Tech Trailblazers women's team. They are wearing pink uniforms today, all pink uniforms with white lettering, white designs. It's a very, very beautiful jersey, and the coaching staff have all decided to wear pink shirts and sports jackets, while the Mexico State Aggies come out of their maroon jerseys with blue lettering, blue lettering. Spencer, it was a very good first half there by Utah Tech, they put up 43 points. New Mexico State, they put up 24 points. 
Amber Karchner was basically the story of the first half for Utah Tech. What can Utah Tech do to keep this lead going as they try to get back into their momentum to start the second half? Well, Trailers can just continue to you know, penetrate once they get the ball in the in the paint. They've been able to take their man and just you know beat them to the cup. Brianna Gillen's shown that. Just being able to finish over them. Or if they draw two defenders, then that leaves shooters like Maggie McCord wide open in the corner or a kick out to Brooke Vance. Because, you know, you think of Brooke Vance, how physical she is defensively on getting those rebounds. She's really the stretch four and, and does like to shoot threes. But once you kick it out to her, she's capable of hitting those shots. And it just shows how hard it is to guard the Trailblazers when you could say they do have a star player in Brianna Gillen, but everyone is... So equally talented, that it's just hard to stop all of them. You know what? This stadium, Spencer, fits over 5,000 people. The Burns Arena is a beautiful arena. And you know what? It may not be 5,000 people here, but it feels like 5,000 people are in here. The crowd is into it. The fans are into it. The excitement around the game. It is going to be a fun second half here. Let me hand over a play-by-play back over to you, Spencer, because we're going to have a fun second half. Oh, yeah. It's definitely been exciting. Spring comes early here in southern Utah, especially here in St. George, and really is an exciting game, excuse me, exciting day here in the Burns Arena. We got a doubleheader as the men will be here 7 o'clock tonight taking on Tarleton State. That was a really competitive game on the road in Texas when they lost 74-72 to the Texans, so come out and support for that one. We're back here, though, with second-half action, and the Aggies on the offensive end. Missed a good-looking shot there by Anusa. Just missed it long. Trouble just board it and now have it. Nice rebound there by Maggie McCord. The miss there by New Mexico State gave her the opportunity to get that ball down. Brianna Gillen gets it over to Amber Karchner. On the right-hand side, tries to float it to a cutting Isaacson as she rolled after that screen. And it's too big of a distance, and it fell out of bounds. And they're going to say that the ball went out to New Mexico State there, and the ball's going to stay with the Utah Tech Trailblazers. And yeah, and that is one of the most blown calls I've seen so far, and the refs do correct it. Yeah. It is New Mexico State ball. They, went, they looked up at the scoreboard, and they realized, that, oh, wait, we called the wrong one, and the Mexico State bench got so excited. They were like, hey, wait a minute. So we get back to action here as the Yankees get the ball. Definitely off the Trailblazers there, and eventually ends up being the correct ruling. Mexico State has it here. Zone, more of a 3-2 look this time, shown by the Trailblazers. Foul is called there on on Avery Papa. Looked like a clean block there on Strawbridge, but Strawbridge just draws the foul there and will have two free throws. I was about to say, that's probably the second blown lead, second blown call in this game already. I thought that was a clean block there by Avery Papa. Strawbridge misses the first of two free throws there. And Avery Papa didn't even jump, just kept the hand straight up, and I thought she just poked that ball out as Strawbridge went up with it. Yeah, Strawbridge going to miss both of those. And it's going to stay with the Mexico State. She was 10 of 17 coming into this one for 56%. So she's not the one you do want to send to the line, but that is good for Utah Tech if she's going to miss those. And the rebound there on that miss was tipped out. Staying here with the Mexico State. Strawbridge working down low again. Good move there by Strawbridge. She created some space. She couldn't get to go. Graze, though, follows it up. The other big there gets the offensive board and the putback. Graze waited for that opportunity to come with the rebound. She cleaned it up. Got a little off the board there, and she was able to get two points there from New Mexico State. First bucket of the second half, it goes to Graze. Blazers now offensively, though. Karchner found herself under the hoop. Saved that one out of bounds. Skipped out to McCord. McCord got it to Gillen. Gillen going for the spin right. It was defended, though, so she tried to spin back left and just couldn't get the layup to go. 
And Gray's floats up the bounce pass to Kaiser. One of those triple bounce passes. Kaiser tried to save it. It was going out of bounds and just couldn't get there in time. And oh, that's too bad. She She's holding her left ankle there as she tried to save that one. Yeah, Kaiser stepped on a dime there. She was trying to save the ball from going out of bounds, and she wasn't able to save it right away, and she's coming up a little hurt there. Ever want to see a player go down with injuries, this ball will go back over to Utah Tech. Tough break here. Eight and a half to go here in the third period. Karchner gets it over to Isaacson. Isaacson working with Dylan. Dribble handoff is interrupted there by Taylor Donaldson. She checked in for Kaiser. Gouye is going to come into the game for the Mexico State. She's going to come in for Kaiser, who's going to take a seat, and she looks to be okay, and she looks like she's just going to walk it off. Gillen has it up top. Now gets over to the left-hand side. Gets up to Isaacson. Isaacson going up with it. Gets fouled. She'll have two free throws. So, Biggs from both teams doing a good job. Getting to the free throw line early on here in our third quarter. 8-10 to go. Trailblazers yet to score in this second half as Isaacs misses the first free throw. I apologize, Spencer. So Donaldson will get called for the foul there as we get a replay of this. is just straight up against her hand as she was trying to stop Emily from shooting the ball up. She'll come over. It's Gouye will come over that rebound. So Isaacson misses both. Only... Two points have been scored in the second half. Hands of Grays. On cue, Grays misses that left-wing three. Boarded there by the Aggies. Now Donaldson driving right. Really aggressive there. Layup falls off front of the rim. It's a good-looking shot. Just couldn't get it to go. And rebounds tipped out of bounds by Strawbridge. Utah take ball. Yeah, great effort there by Strawbridge. She was trying to come down with the rebound, but got a little tangled up there at the very end, and she just couldn't clean it up. And so the ball is going to go back to Utah. Gray showing a lot of energy. We'll check out Shania Harper giving Gray's a breather for the Aggies. Gillen driving right quickly on Donaldson and just no help defense. Kind of bullied Donaldson, and all she could do was foul Gillen on the ground before she could put up a shot. Yeah, good drive there by Gillen. Again, she loves going with that left-hand, right-hand action. As our, uh, excuse me, Kaiser's going to come back into this one here for New Mexico State. So really good news there is Kaiser is back in for the Aggies. Gillen trying to inbound it. Only had about one second left to inbound it and gets it up to Brooke Vance. Vance gives it to Isaacson. Stimson sets a check in for the Trailblazers here. Karchner has it on the right hand side, gets it to Isaacson. 11 on the shot clock. Gillen driving left. Now pops back out over to Karchner. Four on the shot clock. She pulls up a long two, misses it long. Shot back up and came back down, hit the rim. Boarded by the Aggies. They're going quickly with it. Kaiser gets a touch mid-range. She loves it, misses it short. And rebounds fought for, and Gillen has it. Nice fought there by Gillen to get that rebound. Gillen drove it, touched it into the paint with Strawbridge guarding her, liked it to bring it back out. Pass it over to Karchner. Karchner off the dribble again, hits the three from the left wing. And Karchner just showing that she can really hit the three ball tonight. Yeah, that's her fourth, that's her, excuse me, that's her third third three-pointer of the day. She's three for three from that line. Strawbridge gets it over to Guya. Guya back to Strawbridge. Strawbridge is going to take the three from the left wing. Miss it. Rebound is tipped and boarded by New Mexico State. We're going to get a foul on Karcher for the hold. Fine for that rebound. 
New Mexico State retains possession here. Stinson checks in for McCord. And the slight bad news on that one is that's Karshner's fourth foul of the day. Karshner staying in here. Six and a half to go in the third quarter. Utah Tech leads it 45-26. Been a low-scoring affair in the second half. Karshner gets a steal, though, going all the way. Left-hand side, left hand, and gets it to go. So Karchner, quick five points. She is your game-high scorer here. Yeah, that's 21 points for Karchner already in this one. She is lighting it up today. Inusa driving past Stimson. Takes it back up to Strawbridge. Strawbridge hits the three. Strawbridge sticking with it, able to hit the three this time. Good-looking shot there for the Aggies. Her first three-pointer of the day. And Gillen just put her head down, dribbled right to her spot in the right block, knew right where she was, and put it up and hit it. Layup was good. Good aggression there by Stimson. She almost was able to steal that pass. The flex out of bounds. Head coach J.D. Gus really loving that effort there by Stimson. Uh, so Mexico State's going to come in with three subs here. Number 23 is going to be Peterson. Is going to be number 34, Grace. And then it looked like number three, Sanchez Oliver. All three are going to check in the game here for New Mexico State. Sanchez Oliver running the PG in the first minutes of the game here. Donaldson now has it up top. It's over to Grace. Grace, not Kevin Sanchez Oliver, who just checked in the ball. She was wide open for about five seconds. She finally does, and Oliver now gets guarded there by Gillen, gets it into Harper, and Harper's fouled there by Brooke Vance. With Avery Papa and Maggie McCord coming back in here. There's six players on the floor. you got to get one player off. So it's Stimson, McCord, Papa, Gillen, and Isaacson. You're five on the floor for the Trailblazers. Grace has it, gets it over to Peterson. 2-3 zone once again by the Blazers. Results in a steal for Brianna Gillen. Brianna Gillen floats out over the top to Stimson. Stimson, the layup is good. Gillen just puts that in the perfect. Just in the bread basket for Stimson. Stimson, just the catch, one dribble, and layup is good. 51-29 lead here for the Trailblazers. Five minutes to go here in our third quarter. Stimson has two free throws in this game. She knocked down both, and she has a field goal. She has four points on the day. Donaldson, seen out to Grays. Grays, left wing three. Misses it right. Rebound is off. We're going to stay here for the Aggies as Avery Papa called for the foul. Yeah, they're going to call Avery Papa on holding on Harper there as both of them were trying to fight for the rebound down low. And you can kind of say maybe it was a little bit of a ticky-tack foul, but you could have called on that one on either one of them. Just both players being physical there, but foul is called there on Avery Papa. 14 counts for the Trailblazers this quarter. Donaldson. Taking a three up top. Goes in and out. Rebounded there by Gillen. Gillen getting McCord in transition. McCord on the right wing. Picks up her dribble. Gets back to Gillen. Going off the screen left from Isaacson. Gillen pulled up. Thought about the three. Now hits McCord. McCord, good looking three. is good. Maggie McCord, sharpshooter. Hits once again. Her first three of the second half. Trailblazers lead her with four and a half to go. 54-29. Maggie McCord is a hot one from the three-point line. She's four or four on the day. Harper got fouled there hard. And Harper is fouled. Avery Papa, great defense there with Stimson, just trying to be the off-ball pest. Got tangled up in the left arm there of Harper. So Harper will be at the line with two free throws when we come back here after our media timeout. Stay with us here on 913 The Blaze. It's back to the action for Utah Tech Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Utah Tech Athletics. Uh, 
where we are midway here through the third quarter. Trailblazers lead it, 55-29. About to break the huddles here to end this media timeout. Amber Karchner continuing. She's playing a great game. She's following up a great third quarter. As she, it's five points, I believe. She knocked down a three. Had that layup in transition. And Utah Tech just continuing to keep this lead. Uh, double digits standards. It's really what the Trailblazers needed. After maybe dropping a few games, you could say Blazers should have won or against teams below them with worse records. And they're trying to get one back here as they look at the home spot to New Mexico State, who's in fifth place as the Blazers are in sixth. Yeah, they got to keep winning here. Utah State's got to get their overall record in the conference it's a little better. New Mexico State's got a 7-5 and five record. Utah State's got a 6-5 and five record. Let's get in the electrical shuffle here in the building here. We've got to slide to the left and right here as we're going to get free throws from Harper. But Carson with 21 points in this game. And she has been all over the place. And she's got four fouls as well. So she's got to be a little careful for the rest of this game. First free throw is up. And Harper can't get that one to go. So seen some worst percentage on the free throw line this second half. As Harper has that free throw fall in and out. But it's tipped right back to her. She gets the board. Oliver gets it over to Kaiser. And Kaiser. Over to Gray's to the hands of Donaldson. Really skipping this ball around this possession out of the Aggies. Kaiser now has it driving right past Papa. He's over to Donaldson. Donaldson, one dribble pull up is good. The Aggies sure do practice their mid-range jumpers as that one falls. Yeah, good shot there by Donaldson. She got enough space there. It was wide, left wide open as she took that shot. Dylan has it. Looks off Papa. McCord coming out to help Dylan. She picked up her dribble. She finally gets over to Karchner just in the nick of time. Archner gets over to McCord. McCord thought about the three, now gets to Gillen. Gillen, open look, enough space. Three is up and good. Basket counts. Nope. We're going to get an illegal screen by Karchner, so basket will not go. Yeah, they're going to call Karchner over there with that offensive foul there, and I just do not agree with that. I thought it was a clean screen there. But, I mean, again, I'm not the referee. So points waved off. Kaiser collecting here for the Aggies. Gets it over to Oliver. Oliver to Donaldson. Back to Oliver. And Strawbridge was camping in the key. So we get our first three-second violation of the day. Maybe of the season. She <laughs> haven't had that call in a while. Turnover there by the Aggies. Man, how many times I, did get, I, I didn't get called that while I was standing in the, in the paint. Gillen over to Isaac. Isaac, no hesitation. Three from the left wing. Goes in and out. Boarded by Gray's Grace. You board it, you bring it. She goes, feeds Donaldson for left-hand layup. Great assist there by Grace. Donaldson had no points in that first half already in the second half. Late in the third quarter, 55-33. She's got uh, two, two buckets. 3-10 to go here in our third quarter. Gillen took nine and a half seconds to get past midcourt. She's going all the way, though. Left-hand side gets it to go. Brianna Gillen keeping it herself that time. Standing in the lead for the Blazers. Yeah, Brianna Gillen is just really, really tough and really, really good. She got it past the double team and went right to the basket. Kaiser, three is long and airballed. Boarded to McCord. That one just fell right into her hands. Now Gillen has it. 
Going left gets it to Avery Papa. Avery Papa up top over to Isaacson. Isaacson going to take the three, and she was hit by Grays. Yeah, Grays, it's an undisciplined closeout. Hit Isaacson right after she released that three. We're going to get subs here. Grays' third personal foul, and Emily Isaacson we get three shots. Dream of every shooter. Avery Papa's going to sit down for the Utah State Trailblazers, and it was also... Number five for New Mexico State, Mo Sheeta's going to check into the game. And then number 12, Anna Adams, she's going to check in. As more subs are coming in here, so I'm trying to keep up. Sophia Inuasa is going to check in also for New Mexico State here. So we got all the substitutions in here, Spencer. Oh, yeah. Sometimes it is a line change. Kind of like hockey, just there's a new face on the court about every minute. I should say the shooter's dream. I guess would be to make the three and get fouled for the chance for the four-point play. Oh, 100%. But it always is such a relief when you miss the three and the refs still call a foul. So you act like that miss doesn't count because you get three free throws. It's even more frustrating when you're, you know, you get the four-point play to go down and you're the other team where you're either up four or up three and all of a sudden you're down. Isaacson does a good job there. Knocks down two of three from the line. Aggies quickly back, though, and attacking. As Adams went up with it, just couldn't get to go, but got her own miss. And then that one was deflected out of bounds. So ball stays here with New Mexico State. Moshita's going to inbound it. And she goes right back to Adams. And Isaacson wasn't really looking, so Adams is just outworking everyone. Gets her own board once again, goes back up with it, and gets fouled. She's got two free throws. The only thing that ha- didn't happen for Adams there was the bucket. But yeah. the fight was definitely there. Yeah, she went up hard trying to get those rebounds. She was just a little bit taller and a little bit better than Utah Tech there in that situation. She knocks down the first one there. 220 to go here in our third quarter. 59-34. Trailblazers lead it. Now 59-35 as Adams is able to hit both free throws. She walked in with a mediocre percentage. She was 9 of 18 on the air. Jump balls called. Pressure after the made free throw. Kind of looked like the Trailblazers weren't expecting that, but the Aggies have been showing that all game. And so they were able to tie up Stimson there for the jump ball. Luckily, he stays with the Trailblazers. Just like the last game in this building, Spencer, it was Southern Utah and Utah Tech at the men's side of it. Southern Utah came out with all the pressure against Utah Tech, and they kept it up the entire game. Gillen breaks the press herself. Now it's doubled, though. Skips it over to Isaacson. Isaacson to Stimson. Stimson finds a lane, going to drive. Jump stop, kick out to Emily Isaacson for the open three. And that one rattles in and out, but Brooke Vance with the offensive board. But fighting for it, and we're going to get another tie-up. Jump ball. That one's going to go over to the Aggies as that possession arrow changed moments ago when Stimson was called to the jump ball in the backcourt. So the last time we were in this building, Spencer, Emily Isaacson went 7 of 8 from the three-point line. She's gone 0 of 3 on the day so far. Sheeta has it. Left corner, now left wing. Grant and Gillen giving her a lot of space. Yoshida going to go for that left-hand elbow pull-up and can't get it to go. Isaacson gets the board and is hammered by Adams as she came down with it. Yeah, Adams didn't play much in the first half. She's playing more in the second half. Showing, showing that pressure again there is New Mexico State. Court has it. Now over to Isaacson. Always smart to just get the ball over to the inbounder. If they don't guard the inbounder, they're going to be open as soon as they jump back right into play. Yeah, and Gouye is going to get called for the kick. 
So the ball will still stay full court here as Utah Tech is trying to break this press, trying to get past the half court line. Trailblazers got to get past half court here. Stinson is tied up, and all head coach J.D. Gustin can do is call timeout. Yeah, we got 59-35, 136 left to go here in the third. And it'll be a 30-second timeout. Keep it right here. And all of a sudden, Spencer, the the flip of a coin. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, if you break the press and it's not working, they'll stop pressing. But once you show timidness or pick up your dribble and that trap is effective and it results in turnovers, all they're going to do is come at you with an even stronger press. So New Mexico State definitely is going to keep going at the Trailblazers with this full court pressure. That's really all they can do. A minute and a half to go here in the third quarter. Down big are the Aggies. 59-35 is our current score. So, Joe Blazers really got to handle this. Don't forget, Utah Tech, Utah Tech, Trailblazer fans. Baseball, softball, their seasons are coming up here soon. We'll have plenty of their games on 91-3 The Blazer with Spencer Ford and Martin Kelly calling some of those games. Going to try to get as many of those games as we can this season. Spencer's going to be a fun year with his baseball and softball teams. Both of them were very competitive last year, even though they were not going to be eligible for the D1 tournament at all. But it's going to be fun to get back to the diamond field. It's going to be fun to get back to baseball and swinging the bat around and smelling the fresh grass and just the atmosphere of being outside again. Yeah, we're really excited for that. Baseball team had their alumni game today. So you're just little by little getting the season kicked off. We're just a few days away until they get going. Softball, they traveled all the way down to Hawaii. They had a little fun traveling trip down there. They all dressed up in Hawaiian uniforms and designs before they got on the plane to go down there. So 59-35 here, Spencer, a 24-point lead for Utah Tech. And we mentioned at halftime, all they got to do is get 11 more points and we get free tacos, man. We get to go to Rock Taco get some free tacos. That is the second goal of our game tonight, the free tacos. The first one being that the Trailblazers win. But it looks like we can get both of them. You ever see on YouTube, it's, it's been shown sometimes, teams are trying to get two missed free throws and you get free Chick-fil-A or, you know, the... I, I believe the Utah Jazz do that in every fourth quarter. Yeah, if you had some misses there and BYU has done that before and Utah basketball has done that before, Utah Valley. So it's always fun to watch the reactions of fans going like, wait a minute, you missed those or you get to that certain amount of points, we get free stuff. So we're about to resume play here. I'm going to have to check the rulebook, actually. I, I wonder if the 10-second violation resets here or the Trailblazers only have two seconds to get the ball half, past half court. Shot clock reads 22 seconds. So I'm not sure once the shot clock hits 20, if the Blazers aren't past half court, if they'll be called for a 10-second violation or if it resets. I, that's a very good question. I'll give you that credit, Spencer. I didn't pay attention to that at all. So Isaacson inbounding, going to get it to Gillen. And so... No need to panic here as 10 seconds did reset. So the Trailblazers have plenty of time to break it here. Right, the Trailblazers got lucky on that one. As Brianna Gillen got stuck in a double team, and they were trying to get the ball passed, but that ball went off of an Aggie here. 
So I believe what I was thinking is an NBA rule, and it's not in the NCAA. Another one will go out of bounds off another Utah. So the Trailblazers are breaking this press, but just this possession has been a lot of deflections out of bounds. But nonetheless, Utah Tech still continues to have possession. No harm, no foul so far. It's like a football team trying to get past the midfield line and they just keep running the ball and they don't they can't get any passes. So the press is broken. Gillen gets it over to Isaacson and Isaacson gets it to Aubrey Amandala, who's just checked in for the Trailblazers. Shot is missed and boarded by Moshita for the Aggies. She floats that one up to Donaldson. Too much though. That's gonna go out of bounds. The Trailblazer basketball. Yeah, number 12, Audrey Amendola. She's a freshman from Tumwater, Washington. Tumwater, Washington. I've been there. Pacific Northwest it is beautiful in the summer. It is rainy and gray and still pretty in the winter. And on cue, Amendola is fouled and will have two free throws for the Trailblazers. Something that's not talked about it, about this team enough is Amendola's taking free throws, Spencer, is how young this team is. They have... Yes, two senior guards. Maggie McCord is a senior as well. But, you know, you look at it, Emily Isaacson, she's a redshirt freshman. Turlington's a freshman. Karchner's a freshman. You got the Warren sisters who are both sophomores. And you also got Papa who's a sophomore. So this team is young and getting better every year. And it's always really exciting when when your starters are playing good basketball and still young. Positive, positive bright future there. Amandala splits free throws there for the Trailblazers. The Aggies quickly respond. So we got just under a minute here in our third quarter. Utah Tech leads this one 60-37. And Emily Isaacson able to draw a foul, breaking the press there. So she will have two free throws of her own. Both teams are going to be shooting free throws here as both teams are in five foul bonus section. And Isaacson misses that one, so... A little bit of a free throw spell the second half for the Trailblazers. Isaacson hits that one. 61-37, 55 seconds to go here. Inusa gets it over to Sheeta, back to Inusa. Adams really working hard down low, but just not getting fed by her teammates' dispossession as of yet. Sheeta has an open look from the left-hand side. Three is Miss Long. Rebound is flying out of bounds, but Inusa grabbed it in time. And Jody Adams has her girls back and calls timeout there for the Aggies. That was a nice, smart play there. 30-second timeout. I'll keep it right here. So 30-second timeout here. 39.2 reads the clock. 20 seconds on the shot clock for New Mexico State. In our college history with men's basketball and women's basketball, the shot clock was once at 35 for the women, 35 for the men. Then they changed how long the men's was. It's been a lot of back and forth. Now for men and women, the shot clock is at 30 seconds. But on offense rebounds, instead of resetting for the maximum length, it resets to 20. So it really just made pace better, made the game more exciting. So the Aggies coming out of this timeout. Following the offensive board, about 20 seconds on the shot clock, enough time. The shot clock just continues to evolve and continues to just become – more of a thing here in Utah, Utah High School athletics. The shot clock has appeared this year, but in California and other states, it has been there a long time in high school sports. Resume in play. Moshita's jumper doesn't fall, and Adams tips that one out of bounds. So Aggie's setting up the press here as Trailblazer ball. 
I love that response there, Mr. Basketball Encyclopedia. That was an interesting take there. I love that. The press is broken easily this time by the Trailblazers. Do a good job there. Brianna Gillen has it up top. Time for a patient possession for the Trailblazers. They can't milk all of the clock because the shot clock's about two and a half seconds slower than the game clock. Take enough time here, Will. Eliminate the Aggies from getting a good look and getting the ball all the way down the court. Five on the shot for Brianna Gillen going. Kind of loses control of the dribble, but McCord's able to keep the possession alive. As we have a foul called here. And it looks like it's going against the Trailblazers. Foul is called on Brianna Gillen. Not sure really what was called. Yeah, what I, she did. I, she was going down. I, I, okay, I like I've, like I've said three or four times in this game. I'm not the referee. Four seconds left. But it's called an offensive foul. And the Trailblazers steal the inbounds pass and get a good look. Brianna Gillen almost had the buzzer beater. She's mad at herself for not making that one, but that was a tough shot. As Amandala almost got herself a steal there, and she almost got Gillen another extra two points there. It would have been huge, but nonetheless, that's how it goes. We'll take a- Interesting that it was the offense found not a loose ball foul, because a loose ball found Brianna Gillen would have been a free throws for the Aggies. So, lucked out there did the Trailblazers. But we are at the end of our third period. Stay with us. We'll be back here in a minute for our last quarter of this game's action. We the Trailblazers lead at 61-37. It's back to the action for Utah Tech Athletics. Brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Utah Tech Athletics. Start up our last quarter of action here. The Trailblazers, after three quarters, lead this one 61 37. And just every quarter, the Trailblazers playing good basketball and outscoring the Aggies. Yeah, they keep outscoring them every single quarter, and they just keep pressing and pressing and pressing. And they're physical on their presses. They're not giving up on that. But Utah Tech has played this zone all day, 3 2 zone. They haven't quit on the 3 2 zone at all. New Mexico State has been trying to get their tough man to man defense to kind of stick around. And it's had its moments, but it hasn't completely been clean all day. But because of that, there hasn't been enough clean play from New Mexico State to stay in this game as they're almost down. They're almost down by 30. I mean, it's 20, it's a 24-point lead here, and we are about going into a fourth and final quarter here with 10 minutes left. Yeah, the Trailblazers, nine points away from Tacos, and have a big cushion for this win. Molly Kaiser, the only Aggie in double figures at 11, and the Trailblazers led by Karchner's 21 points. is game-high, team-high, and McCord with 12, all from the three-point line, and Brianna Gillen with 16. We begin action here. Trailblazer ball, Amber Karchner, Brianna Gillen, Brooke Vance, McCord, and Isaacson. Blazers give that one away, though. Challenge back transition defense, able to get the rebound as Sabu Guya misses that free bad layup. Yeah, back-to-back misses here by both teams, trying to get back into the rhythm. Isaacson skips it over to the left side to Gillen. Gillen, bounce pass to Brooke Vance in the corner. is stolen there by Moshita. And up to Strawbridge. Adams calling for the ball. They look her off and get it over to Guya. Guya to Strawbridge. Strawbridge to Shida. Shida finds Anusa open in the right corner for the three and misses that short. Ball 
flies out far to the hands of Carson. She's going all the way. Now please for Jewel. Open McCord. McCord, 4-3. Can't get it to go. That's McCord's, McCord's first miss of the game from three-point line. Yeah, she's going to be 4-5 or five on the statue, but her first four three-pointers were big for Utah Tech. Strawbridge, good, strong move there. and gets that post move to go. So, in the third quarter, Aggies had the first field goal. And here in the fourth, they are down 61-39. The late Trailblazers have been in command from start to finish of this game. Yeah, Amber, speaking of Amber Carter, 21 points on the day. She's just been red hot as well. Gillen, in and out, going right. And ball's tied up here, but we're going to get a foul on Adams on New Mexico State. Yeah, immediately she got called for that. She's like, wait a minute, how can that be on me? As Mexico State's literally are going to do a hockey-style transition. They just brought out five new players. Line change is underway. Molly Kaiser is in, along with Donaldson and Grace and Oliver and Shania Harper. Brianna Gillen trying to get to someone. Just the box set for the Trailblazers. Bigs on the blocks and guards on the elbows. She passes up to Brooke Vance. Off-ball foul called here, and Grace is going to pick up the off-ball foul. I think that's her fourth for the Aggies. And she's going to have to be careful. She's got one more. She's out, and... Freshman Emma Dalla is going to check back in here for Utah Tech. She had a good steal there late in the game at the end of the third quarter and was able to get an opportunity for Utah Tech late. Brandon Gillen lost that to Brooke Vance. Harper and Vance caught at the same time. That was deflected around. Vance was able to get it and then tried to pass it back to Gillen, and that pass was deflected out of bounds. So overall, the Blazers have been able to avoid turnovers. Don't have too many, but the Aggies have been able to get their Fair share of deflections. Brianna Gillen, quickly though, going with that spin back to the right-hand side and gets the layup to go once again. Yeah, that's Brianna Gillen's fifth field goal of the day on the floor. She's just, all five of them have come from that spin move. She's so good at it. Oliver taking the three from the left-hand corner and misses that long. She airballs that one. Amber Karchner keeping her dribble alive. Now just it to Isaacson. Isaacson, the easy layup. Karchner got around three or four Aggies there and just it to Isaacson. And got that one to go. And Kaiser quickly back. The pull-up is not good. Rebound is tipped around. And eventually need there by Kaiser. And flies out of bounds. And fortunately for the Trebleys, it's going to be right under their basket. That's another hockey change line here by New Mexico State as they bring everybody back right off the bench. And right now the Aggies have six players in. So Kaiser is the one that's going to go out. So, so yep, Moshe to Strawbridge. Adams, Inosa, and Guya are the five in for the Aggies. All they're missing is a goaltender. Brooke Vance seems to retrieve every inbounds pass. She gets over to Stimson. Stimson draws two, picks up her dribble. Good pressure there by Sheeta. She gets out to Brooke Vance. She was also close to that violation. And just that two hands. Foul is called on Strawbridge. They'll let you put one hand on the back of the hip most of the time, but once you go low with both, that's just been an emphasis in the past few years. The rest will call that. Stimson gets an open look in the left-hand corner and hits it. Another assist for Brianna Gillen. And Stimson with a big-time shot. Just extend that lead and keep this game comfortable for Utah Tech. 
That's Stimson's second, excuse me, that's Stimson's first three-pointer of the day. You're right, that's another assist by Brianna Gillen. Gillen on the day. When it comes to assists, she has, it said four on her stat sheet, but she's probably up to about six or seven on the day. And N.A. Adams trying to post up, and it's going to get called for that offensive foul there. It's for a hook. Trailblazer ball. And Amber Karchner does a good job breaking the press, but then picks up her dribble for no reason. And that trap by the Aggies is aggressive. And head coach J.D. Gustin is going to call a timeout. We've seen coaches use their timeouts wisely to build their players out of the tough situations, these tough traps. So the Trailblazers do that one right there. The Trailblazer ball, we come back here. This timeout is flexed to a media timeout, so we'll be back here in 60 seconds. It's back to the action for Utah Tech Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Utah Tech Athletics. We got 6.57 left to go here in our fourth quarter in the Burns Arena as the Lady Trailblazers lead in this one over New Mexico State, 68-39. And it's just been an exciting game with the Trailblazers. Once again, outscoring New Mexico State quarter by quarter. Trailblazers outscored the Aggies 18-10 in the first. Outscoring 25-14 to 14 in the second, 18-13 to 13 in the third. And we got a lot of time left to go here in our fourth quarter. But they have outscored them 7-2. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know if they'll get to 25 because they've already done 18 twice. I don't know if they'll get to 25 in this quarter. Still a lot of times, 6.52 left to go. This game is all but wrapped up. We're just trying to get the bow on it and call it a day. But, you know, you got to take it little by little. But... The fact that you almost have a 30-point lead with under seven minutes left to go in the fourth quarter just says how good they've been today. Spencer, four or five from the three-point line for Maggie McCord. Excuse me, Amber Karsner has been. She's two for two from that line today. Brianna Gillen with points. Greg Vance with all the rebounds. Tough defense from Avery Papa and Emily Isaacson and Stimson and Amandala and everybody has just been contributing a little by little today in this game. Yeah, it's been a great team ever for the Trailblazers, and if this result holds, which it looks like it will, be a Trailblazer win and three straight home games for Utah Tech women's basketball is super exciting. They'll be here next Thursday at seven o'clock in Stephen F. Austin, and in a week, same start as this one, two p.m. Saturday, February eighteenth. Hosting UT Rio Grande. So come out and support your Lady Trailblazers as conference play is coming to an end. And every game, every win matters and affects seeding drastically. Yeah, that Stephen F. Austin might be a preview matchup of a quarterfinals game between Utah Tech and Stephen F. Austin in the WAC conference tournament coming up. A Stinson knock one out of bounds. And resuming play here, yeah. Media timeout is a little bit longer for some reason. Trailblazers couldn't get much going that first possession out of it. Falling back on defense, and Stimson was able to tip that one out of bounds. Moshita has it, gets it over to Guya. Guya sees Adam. She's been working and finally gets rewarded and gets that bucket to go. And Adams gets teed up after making that layup. And the ref definitely heard that one. So taunting technical on Adams is going to put Brianna Gillen, I would presume, at the free throw line for Utah Tech. Yeah, 
the 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 toughness, the stiffness, the 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 quick reactions to not allow other players to get so loud and and crazy with their words and how they act and towards opponents and whatnot. But I, you know, I, I get it. You can't allow verbal attacks, but when players get excited and they're, and they're cheering and all that, and they get teched up for that, I just there's got to be a split line between taunting and just celebrating. I think that line hasn't been separated enough in college basketball yet. Hopefully one day. Yeah, and you know the balance, balance anything is hard to find, especially with officiating. So Brianna Gill will be at the free throw line, and and Adams has been working hard all game. Kind of gets karma there, unfortunately. That becomes her fifth personal foul. What technical is a team foul and a personal foul, and so that fouls out Adams out of the game. So quite literally fouled herself out of the game, but was able to get that bucket. She heads to the bench, is replaced by Donaldson, and Brianna Gillen is able to go one of two from the free throw line. She would, if she would have hit both, would have hit 70 points for the free Rock Tacos. But we got 6:25 left to go here. Still plenty of time. And that was Adams' only points of the game. She went the entire game without points until that moment. Archner. Looking for Gillen about the whole possession and finally got her a good look. Couldn't get the layup to go, but drew the foul, so she'll have two more free throws. You know, this um, New Mexico State team is very, very tough on their defensive end. Yeah, they're a little sloppy when it comes to fouls, but they're not a really low average team. They're they are a very good above average team. They just haven't been able to clean up some things. Gillen hits the free throw, so we are at 70 points. Blazers lead this one 70 to 41. And a few people in the crowd have had that on their mind, chanting tacos as soon as that free throw went in. Give yourself some free rock tacos, sports fans. Dylan hits both of them. 30 point lead for the Trailblazers. Guya has it. Now gets over to Anusa. Anusa is going to take the three, miss it long. And so we've had, had Oliver, Kaiser, and now Anusa from that left corner. Just sell threes straight on. Just missed them long and have airballed them. But Rock Taco no, 70 points. It was against New Mexico State Saturday, February 11th. Day before the Super Bowl. Sheeta hits a three from the left wing for the Aggies. Assist there by Guya. Able to get the press set up for New Mexico State. Gillen and Isaacson kind of working in a two-man game. Now Gillen gets her eyes up and sees a wide open Brooke Vance. Vance hesitates, still goes back up with the toe. She gets the layup to go. Nice fake there by Brooke Vance to draw on the defense there and clean it up on the layup. Beautiful play there. Strawbridge shot about the three. Pump fakes and decides, yeah, I'll shoot it. And can't get it to go. We'll get a rebound foul. Staying here beyond Stimson of Utah Tech. I thought they were going to call it on Brooke Vance. They could have really caught it either on Brooke Vance or Stimson in that moment. That's going to be Stimson's second foul of the game. Blazers like to show 2-3 zone, guarding the out-of-bounds play. Shida gets it over to Guya. Guya, really good crossover, sweet move. Just a tough finish, can't get it to go. But Donaldson boards that one and goes back up with it. What's interesting about Utah Tech's defense is that they always go on baseline 2-3, and then when they get back up around the uh, corners, they go 3-2. The press is broken, and Stimson finds himself wide open from the right wing. Pass up the three and hits it. Her second three of the game, Stimson. Well, her minutes really have varied from game to game. She's had a lot of playing time today and has really put together a great game. Yeah, she's one of these seniors. She transferred when she was a sophomore from Georgetown, Spain for the last couple of years. She comes up with that rebound again. 
Cheetah's three is no good. Stimson does get that board. And a lazy foul there by Gouya, I believe. And she'll even run the floor. Will put Stimson on the line for two free throws. That is fifth-plus team foul on New Mexico State. So now Moshida has fouled out. Second, Aggie to foul out for New Mexico State. And a lot of subs for New Mexico State, which will give us Shania Harper and Kaiser with Grays and Donaldson and Sanchez Oliver. Not mistaken, as I'm going to go look into the Trailblazers' schedule. I think besides maybe a couple games against some NAIA and D2 schools early in the year, I think this is the first time the Trailblazers have had a 30-point lead on a WAC conference opponent. Stimson misses that first free throw just short. They will hit the second one. Free throw routine is just quick and to the point. Donaldson, right-hand corner, three is no good. Donaldson might be the only lefty on the court. Boarded there by the Trailblazers and up to Stimson. Stimson trying to get past Grace. Grace holding her ground. Isaacson gets it from Stimson and kicks it over to Gillen. Gillen pounds it. Picks it up, though, gets it to Stimson. Stimson really thinking. Finally finds a cutter, and it harshens the cutter, and she receives that one and goes up with it, gets it to go, and the foul. Another and one for Karchner. So that's her sixth bucket, and this is going to be her fifth free throw attempt. It's Amandala and Avery Papa. They're going to check in here for the Trailblazers. Karchner's had a quiet quarter and just when you forgot about her. She gets another bucket and reminds you that she has 23 points. She's so gifted of a player. Of course, you and I have had interactions with her. We're in a class with her. And she is just really has praised this basketball team and the coaching staff. And what a great job the girls have done this year. Karchner extends her point total to 24. She leads all scores. Inusa. Can't get the jumper to go. Boarded there by Brooke Vance. It's over to Karchner. Karchner to Amandala. Amandala guarded by Guya. Feeds Karchner again. Cutting Karchner. Sticking with the simple basketball. And gets another bucket from that back cut. 82-46. 340 left to go. Guya passes out to Sheeta. Guya was really tightrope in the sideline. Able to stay in bounds. Sheeta's pass over. Anusa results in a right wing three by Anusa, and her three is no good. And a loose ball foul called on Guya. You know, it just hasn't been the Aggies' best game today. Obviously, they don't want to be down almost by 40 going into the fourth quarter. It's not what you want to do to an opponent. We'll see more and more subs come into this one for the Trailblazers as Amandala are in, Avery Pampa's in. Number 11. Taylor Serene will come into the game. And number 10, Taylor Stimson and Brooke Vance are still in the game for him. Brooke Vance has the line, hits the first free throw. 3.36 left to go here in our game. Trailblazers lead this one 83-46. On the year, New Mexico State was holding their opponents to about, I believe, 59.6 points per game. Trailblazers have far exceeded that. Is now at 84 after Brooke Vance hits both of them. And Kaylin 
Taylor Dever has subbed in. Corbett Vance subbed in for the shooter. He's able to check in after that made free throw by Brooke Vance. That's a good move here by J.D. Gustin. Give the younger younger girls an opportunity to play. And Dever is able to get the rebound off of Moshida's missed three. Skips up to Amandala. Amandala to Stimson. Tavy Papo's working down low and gets that left-hand hook shot to go. Now the Blazers are up by 40. Three minutes to go here. Nice shot there by Avery Papa. Good move. Spin. Was able to clean it up on the boards. Oshita bounce pass to the elbow to Strawbridge, and she hits that from the left elbow. High percentage shot. And that shot from the elbow is something you practice as a kid playing basketball. Dever gets it over to Sereni from the left corner. Now Amandala has it from the top of the key. Amandala hopped a little. Probably got away with the travel. Possession continues, and Dever throws that one away to Moshita. Moshita, good feed to Donaldson as she's able to get that layup to go. Yeah, good little play there by New Mexico, uh, New Mexico State. Cutting this down to 36. Amandala gets that poke from her. Ainosa. Cover there by Avery Papa, though. Possession continues for Utah Tech. And Avery Papa is trying to get that ball to Amandala, but we have an off-ball foul called on, on Moshita. Yeah, Moshita didn't get away with what she was trying to get away with there. So trying to get off-ball in their face, and Stimson was like, get off of me, and she got the foul called. Stimson at the line, hits the first free throw. So Stimson now at double figures with 12. She hits both of them there. Now it's 13. She's three for three on field goals today. It's a high shooting percentage from Utah Tech as a team. Shot is up by the Aggies and boarded by Avery Papa. Jump ball, and it looks like you'll go back with the Aggies. Papa is tied up with Enos, I believe. And Utah Tech got the ball to start the quarter. So arrow points to New Mexico State. As we get under two minutes here, 155 left to go. Moshita gets over to Oliver. Oliver open looking three is up and good. Good three there by Moshita. Stimson splits the double team there in the full court pressure. And as soon as she passes midcourt, gets ripped there by Moshita, and she takes that layup uncontested and gets it to go. Someone's got to communicate to Stimson that someone's back behind her so that she knows that she doesn't spin into that. So the Trevor is leaded by 33, minute and a half to go. In a simple 5-0 run by the Aggies. Amandala skips it over to Sereni. Sereni. Drives, picks up her dribble, good jump stop at the left block. Shot is up and good. Nice touch off the glass there by Sereni. Moshita going to take the three. Miss it short. And Avery Papa, only one that went for the board and easily got it. Kind of a little lob action and just couldn't get the layer to go. Would have been a cool play there. And boarded by New Mexico State. 45 seconds to go here. Strawbridge. I don't know what that was, but play continues. She was caught up in the air and elected to dribble while she was coming down and 
play continued. Shot goes up by New Mexico State, and we have another tie-up as both teams got to hold the rebound. Jump ball is going to go in favor of Utah Tech here. 30 seconds left. Utah Tech can really just run a little bit, good amount of this time down. Amendola made a good pass, but Stimson just did not see it coming. I, I do think Amendola hit the open man. Just Stimson was not looking. So New Mexico State gets a quick bucket. Trailblazers have the ball, though. And Serenny's layup is blocked by Strawbridge. Shot clock is off now. 20 seconds to go here. And Donaldson's floater. About five feet. Can't go. Amendola boards it. And now we're just going to let the clock leak out here. We've got 10 seconds to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Stimson's just going to hold this one until time runs out. Someone of the coaching staff had to remind Amendola, hey, you got to get past halfway court. We can't just run out of the entire clock. Nonetheless, Spencer, 90 to 57 is the final here. The Trailblazers win it. They have a two game winning streak. They'll be back here Thursday night, 7 o'clock in the Burns Arena against Stephen F. Austin. The Lumberjacks, one of the best teams in the conference. And then in a week from now, 2 p.m., back-to-back Saturdays, we'll be here against Utah, UT, Rio Grande. We're going to take a quick break here. We'll be back in just a few minutes for our King Art St. George Fort Lincoln postgame show here on 91.3 The Blaze. Why is Connor having trouble focusing in school? Having trouble finding Connor's middle school? Would you like directions? No. Why is Connor having trouble focusing in school? Finding lowest airfare to Istanbul. No, I'm, I'm tired of fighting with him over homework. Home walk restaurant. Need a review? No, I need help. He's very smart, but his mind wanders. He's disorganized. I think I understand. Oh, God. Finding best potatoes for French fries. No! Russet. Fingerling. Yukon Gold. Why don't you understand me? Sorry, I was trying to show how Connor feels every day. Frustrating, isn't it? Redirecting to understood.org. For the it's back to the action for Utah Tech Athletics. Brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Utah Tech Athletics. Our Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln game of the night as Lady Trailblazers win this one 90 to 57 over the New Mexico State Aggies. Proves. Utah Tech's record here to seven and five in conference play. New Mexico State dropping to seven and six, and really, like we mentioned throughout the broadcast, Martin, just great team play by the Trailblazers. Overall effort, obviously highlighting Amber Karshner, who just had an impeccable game at 26 points, backed up by Brianna Gillen's 21 points and eight assists. Yeah, you look at the stat sheet. Amber Karshner had 26 points. Brianna Gillen had. Uh, 21 points. Maggie McCord had 12 points. Taylor Simpson had 13 points. Brooke Vance, she had only two points shy of a double-double. She ended up with eight points, 11 rebounds in this one. And, you know, Spencer, a new stat in this day and age of analytics and numbers is plus and minus. There's not one player from New Mexico State that's got a plus on any of it. And there's only two players. They were they were backups. Caitlin Dever and Taylor Serini are the only ones that were at minus, but you look at the starters, 
Carsoner was plus 30. You, Maggie McCord was plus 19. Gillen was plus 33. Brooke Vance was plus 27. Stimson was plus 26. I mean, those are NBA-type numbers. I mean, those are like numbers where you're like in a game about 20 or 30-point blowouts. I mean, those are kind of huge. And to get a good win today, 90-57, to 57, to get their seventh conference win, this ties them with um, New Mexico State at seven wins in the conference, but this pushes them up just a little bit up in the fifth place in the conference standings, which is good for Utah Tech going into the WAC Conference tournament coming up here. So, an overall, great game by Utah Tech in this one. Again, Amber Carsoner, she was just lighting it up from the first point in the first half with 16 points, and she just added some of it to in that in the second half. She was a little quieter in that sense, but, man, what a – what a game by the Trailblazers. I mean, Emily Isaacson didn't have the most cleanest game, and Brianna Gillen still had 21 points, but it was all Amber Karsner today. Yeah, no question. Amber Karsner, our Kangar St. George Ford Lincoln player of the game, <sighs> and just showcasing her several and one plays, just leaving that possession, no pass needed, pull up three, is hit in the second quarter by Karsner, and, and she just took command of this game early, and once you forgot about her, in the second half, she still came back to life and got a few more buckets for the Trailblazers. Yeah, you know, it's just it wasn't it just wasn't an impressive game by Carson, a redshirt freshman. She's a good player for this program. She came from BYU. She's got D1 experience. She brings all that experience and knowledge with uh, with her down here to Utah Tech, and she's going to be an amazing player for years on end with this program for the next few years and. You know, you got to give credit to New Mexico State. Obviously, it wasn't the game they wanted. It wasn't the result they wanted. 57 points. Spencer, that's sometimes enough points to get you a win in some games, you know, low-scoring games. But that's also scores that will keep you in games. And that just wasn't enough for this one is they went 90-57. to And it just felt like there was too many moments where it was not enough points for for New Mexico State to get back in this. Yeah, the Aggies, 24 of 77 shooting all twos and threes combined 31 percent and just a story for the trailblazers on all shots 28 to 46 shooting 60 percent shooting night and it's almost impossible to lose when you shoot the ball that well you shoot 60 percent from the field you shoot 50 percent from the three-point line you shoot 75 percent from the free throw line i mean that's I, that's amazing. Those that, that sounds like Golden State Warrior numbers. That just sounds like you know you you make enough threes and and points to just scare the team right out of the gym. And um, I mean, you just got to give all the credit to um, Utah Tech and how they played today. They came out with a strong attitude. They weren't going to quit early. They were going to stick around. They weren't going to you know get into these moments where they were going to go up at half and they weren't going to be able to clean it up and, and stick with it in the second half. And, you know, impressive win by the Trailblazers in this one. Again, it moves them to 15-7 and seven on the year. Um, they go to 7-5 and five in the conference play. It drops New Mexico State to 12-13. and 13. They go to 7-6 and six in conference play. A overall, great game by Utah Tech. Great game by Amber Karsner. Great coaching job by J.D. Gusson. He gets his you know, 76th win as the coach here, 76 and 88 as a coach here for um, Utah Tech. And I think if I do my math right, Spencer, from here on out, even if they lose the rest of the games, you will have one of his few winning records as a head coach for Utah Tech here as he's been here for this many seasons. They haven't had too many of those winning seasons, but this will be one of his first officials winning seasons as a head coach. Yeah, and it's just 
really happy for Coach Gustin and you know just the hiccups of a name change of the pandemic of going from D2 to D1, you know, the pros and cons of all of that. And you know because of that, coaches are animated. So are the players in this program. It's continuing to just you know, see amazing results, and there's a bright future ahead. Yeah, there is a bright future ahead as we see you know, all the teams break down and the stadium getting broken down. So they're telling us to kind of hurry up here. So we'll kind of hurry up here a little bit more. But nonetheless, Spencer, it was a fun game. 90-57 to 57 is the final here for Utah Tech over New Mexico State. Solid first half, solid second half by both teams. They were able to compete. They were competitive in both quarters, in both halves, and just an overall great win by Utah Tech. Yeah, Trailblazers win it here, 90-57. We're wrapping up. We're done. But the action in the Burns Arena is just getting underway as we're halfway through as the men take on Tarleton State tonight at 7 o'clock. We'll be back here for our sports broadcast of your Utah Tech Athletics Thursday at 7 o'clock as the Utah Women's Wrestle Team take on Stephen F. Austin at 7 o'clock and back-to-back nights as Utah Tech heads to Southern Utah. Men do on Friday night. We'll have both of those for you. I'll wrap it up here. Martin Kelly, Spencer Porter, thank you guys so much for listening to us. Have yourselves a good day. Let's get back to the music. Utah Tech Radio 91.3 The Blades, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. For more information on Utah Tech Athletics, utahtechtrailblazers.com. Thanks for listening to Utah Tech Radio 91.3 The Blades.